0: And I want to share my experiences with you so that if you are someone who has somebody in your life with BPD, that you may relate to what I'm saying along with my personal tips and suggestions that may or may not work in your specific situation. And if you are someone who has been diagnosed or think you may have BPD, that you may recognize the signs and understand the havoc and turmoil that it can have around people that are involved in your life. Let me caution you that I am in no way qualified or certified in the field of mental health And that my personal suggestions are merely my personal opinion and do not recommend that anybody take any mental health therapy into their own hands, but to personally seek out the help from a professional in the field of mental health. And furthermore, if you are a couple, you might even consider counseling to help further your relationship a little bit better. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. Hello everybody, this is Brad Shattuck with Living in the Third Degree with BPD, and this episode is Unlocking BPD. Not in a good way though. It's got to do with triggers so much, I should say it's not so much triggers. Um, You know, there's a lot of triggers that will set off, you know, um, many disabilities, but BPD is a... Kind of an original animal on its own. And um, for instance, um, if I am caught lying about something with my wife, instantly in her head, you know, it could be um, I took um, three cigarettes out of her cigarette pack and didn't say nothing. She asked me, Did you take any cigarettes out of my pack? And I say, No. And I know I did. And then she, you know, finds them in my room, my bureau, and knows they're hers. You know, it's, yeah, she'll fight about. The three cigarettes, but she'll get over that quick. But instantly, it'll be, what else are you lying about? Are you screwing somebody? Do you have a girlfriend? If you can lie about that, you can lie about anything. Well, we all know just because you can lie about cigarettes doesn't mean you can lie about having a girlfriend or a cheaty. But with BPD, um, I mean, we can also say this is, you know, inflated triggers or, you know, a multitude of names, we call it. I just call it. Unlocking BPD, you know, and it's a little different than triggers, you know, like I just mentioned. But anyways, we'll um, go ahead and get on with the episode. Hello everybody, thank you again for listening. This is Brad Shaddock with Living in Third Grade with BPD. And, as I mentioned, I titled... episode locking BPD and the reason I said unlocking it is it's almost like when you uh, lock up a you know say a wild dog and uh, you unlock the door and release them Um, it's you know it you know some people may say you know you can call this triggers um, and everything like I said you know doctors may have an actual name for it but in, in my experience, what it is is um, these delusions they have in their head and these false beliefs of things you may be doing that are uh, deep seated, you know, into their mind. And when they thought you had been lying about it, and when you're caught lying about something, even as simple, you know, taking a few cigarettes, the fact is, well, the the main thing is you're lying, even if it's about a piece of candy, but. Because you're lying, and they have deep-seated delusions. And at that time, even if it's you know five years ago, a year ago, a month ago, and they thought you were lying, um, now that you're lying with this, like as my wife does, she said, what else are you lying about? What else can you lie? If you can lie about this, you can lie about other things. Well, I'm sure that 99% of the people, you know, whatever percentage could be even more or less, just they could lie about I mean, just because they could lie about and say taking a few cigarettes, sure as hell doesn't mean they're gonna lie about infidelity. But in their mind, if you can lie about, you know, a few cigarettes, you could be lying about the worst thing, infidelity. So, um, in the case with my wife, and this is even after she had uh, done a one eighty because, you know, B P D is still there, <laughs> she would immediately say to me, What else are you lying about? Well, if you can lie about that, you can lie about other things. And, you know, even sometimes I said, um, yeah, I probably could lie about other things, but, you know, nothing like, you know, infidelity or any of the things you ever accused me of before. I'd kind of be a little proactive about it. And, you know, yeah, being a little bit of wise-ass at the same time, but also at the same time, trying to alleviate a fight with those things coming out. So, I'm um, kind of skipping over this and jumping ahead, but, um she would do that she would immediately conjure up these deep-seated thoughts of you know infidelity and say those words well if you can lie about that you can lie about other things or if you're lying about this what else would you be lying about Or what else could you be lying about now with my experience i've learned to come up with quick answers and the reason i do this two things number one if you come up with a quick answer um it kind of in their mind may make them think, um, well, I shouldn't say that. With BPDs, especially with my wife, she would ask me, you know, we're getting a heated argument. They are running so fast in their mind that she would ask me a question. And before you can even answer, she's going on to another one. You know, why are you doing this? I go to answer, but what, what, you know, why are you doing this? I go to get an answer, what, why are you doing this? And I would get so angry because I would actually have a rational answer for her questions, but she don't let me answer. Them. And I would yell and say, "Would you shut up? You know, you just ask me five different questions before I can answer them. You even jump over, and or she would give me ask me the question, and before I can answer, she'd give me the answer for it, her answer for it. And I said, Why do you bother asking me questions if you're not even going to allow me to answer and you're going to answer for me? You know." Um, so anyways, I would answer quickly, and that would allow me to get out the answer quick before she could jump to something else. But on the other hand, you know, when you're having a, a split, a fight that involves somebody with BPD splitting, you're probably not going to get the answer right anyways, and if you do, it's not going to be the right answer. You know, it's the answer they, you know that they want and the answer that they believe it is. So, anyways, um, you know, back to like I was saying, you know, there's different kinds of points where somebody would be PD, in my experience. Number one, the obvious and the most popular, splitting. And we all know that it can literally be from nothing. Just their mind happens to just spit it out. And the other way would be from uh, actual triggers. Um, and with my wife, you know, it could be just, I don't know why, but whenever she would have these delusions, you know, she would be detailed. She would say, I saw you get into a blue four-door Toyota with a blonde-haired lady, you know, real detailed. So if we're watching a movie that has a blonde-haired lady and a blue Toyota, that would be a trigger. And all of a sudden, she started start having a snappy attitude, start tossing things. And they go, I don't want to watch TV anymore, just shut it off. I'd be like, what is wrong with you? And after years, I would go, oh, you know, I know what the reason was. It was a trigger from a false belief, uh, from a delusion. So anyways, back to what I was saying. So with this particular um, um, kind of arguing that I'm talking about, is much different than triggers like I said in my experience triggers could be um, um, what I felt was is it would have or she would like categorize and file away different delusions you know with um, of course you know especially with infidelity she just you know and no I didn't give her a reason but in her mind because the fear of abandonment um, her fear of always would be that I would leave with another woman. Um, you know, like most women, they feel if they don't give you, you know, sex all the time or cook for you or be really nice to you, you you'll go get it somewhere else. Some guys will get all that stuff and still go and have infidelity. Um, my belief is if you can't get it from the woman you want or have, and you need that stuff that bad, then leave the woman you're with and go get it somewhere else. You can't have a cake and eat it too. Um, people with BPD are difficult enough to be with, but when you start giving them actual reasons, um, in making their worst fears come true, you know, it's, it makes the, um, the relationship almost impossible. But when, you know, in my situation, I've been with my wife since she was 16, I was 18. Um, now we've been together 36 years, you know. I know her so well that I'm, um, you know, and now with her BPD and with all the research reading uh, that I've done and my personal experience with her, I've started to notice, you know, um, when she's starting to split. And even a lot of times, noticing why. Um, we'd be watching a movie, and if it happened to be on a movie where the guy happens to be cheating. Um, or, you know, leaves his wife, you know, her biggest fears or her delusions, then all of a sudden would come true, which not necessarily come true, but in her mind it would almost confirm her suspicions. And I think one of the biggest things is, I mean, you can't, obviously, you'd make yourself crazy if you had to constantly think in your mind um, defensive words and, you know, ways to defend um, yourself when certain situations arrive. Um, you know, you have to kind of take it argument by argument. Um, but, again, like I always say, if you're with somebody with BPD and you're enough, um, I'm, you know, I'm definitely not saying deal with abuse and you know deal with it no matter how bad it gets that's not what i'm saying but what i'm saying is if you love them enough and you know there's an issue there try to do as much research as you can on bpd and you know try to understand them a little bit more understand they have a disorder that they didn't ask for that they didn't um you know ask to have but on the same level Yes, we can all get a specific um, amount of help, and um, you know, a lot of people with certain disorders, including BPD, they don't feel that there's anything wrong with them. Uh, If there's anything wrong, it's with everybody else. Um, You know, when they have delusions, they believe them. You know, um, what they're thinking in their mind actually happens. Uh, that's part of the disorder, you know, just like as if you were driving to work and you get at work and somebody tells you, you took the bus there and you say, no, I drove here. And they try to convince you, no, you took the bus. You would be like, no, dude, I, I drove here, you know, and, um, you know, there's just kind of a quick analogy. Um, but again, like kind of back to what I was saying, um, you know, about... With the issue at hand, Um, in my experience, the best way I've handled it is, um, I'll just use the, taking the cigarette analogy, um, and I'm not necessarily saying I took cigarettes from, um, the other things I don't think is everybody's business, but I'm going to use those still as the subject. So, say I take, you know, five cigarettes from her, and she says, did you take, you know, some cigarettes from me? No, I didn't. "Um, You had to have. I didn't smoke that many. No, I didn't. She goes in my room, happens to see five cigarettes on the nightstand and says, I just found the cigarettes. I said, Well, no, whatever, blah 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 And she said, No, it's cause you lying. Like, why you gotta lie to me? And like I said, there'll be, you know, a specific amount of time that they'll argue with you on that specific subject as me and my wife did. But then it would immediately, like I said, go to what else are you lying about? What else can you lie about? I mean, if you can lie about something stupid like five cigarettes, you could obviously, obviously lie about something more severe like cheating. And I used to look at him and be like, you're crazy, you're ridiculous. But, you know, again, with all the research I've done, I understand, you know, they don't know how to rationalize and... Um, You know, so what I've done is learn about the, not saying I have enough times where I've taken a lie to her (laughs) that I have experience in handling this. It's what I've researched and read, and yes, I had my uh, fair share of making her um, angry or upsetting her or disappointing her. So, again, what I have done, you know, like in this situation, I would say... You know, she would jump over and say you know what else are you lying about um you know if you could lie about this you could lie about something else you know like cheating or something and i would say hold on a second yes i admit that i lied about the cigarettes that was wrong of me i am so sorry that i lied to you and i'm sorry i upset you and that i disappointed you you know i do apologize for that but i can tell you right now no i am not lying about anything else and no just because i lied about these cigarettes doesn't mean I would lie about something as severe as infidelity. That's something completely different. And no, I would not do that. So, you have to, even though it, you know, it it does hurt and suck when they say things that sound crazy and offend us. But, again, at the same time, you have to understand they have a disorder. And even though something sounds crazy and stupid to them, that's their way of rationalizing that's their defense mechanism that is how they are wired to handle things and that's how their mind works and those symptoms are in a specific category that label them with borderline personality disorder so if anybody like I was saying love that person enough instead of saying you know I'm sick of going through this all the time you know this isn't fair well number one if they don't have that disorder if they're not coded with that disorder wonder why it's happening all the time maybe we can discuss about getting help and getting it properly diagnosed and getting the proper help but if they the, the most reason you listen to this is because they were already diagnosed with borderline personality disorder or BPD so if you know that Look more into the, the, um, you know, the symptoms, the causes, and how they specifically act. Understand the characteristics and how you know, their mind works, um, how they handle situations, um, how they process certain uh, situations, how they handle certain situations opposed to how we would handle them. Now, also when I say we, none of us were all perfect. You know, somebody with BPD, somebody with borderline—I'm sorry—with um, bipolar, may be a, a different combination of how you both process information with each other than somebody who doesn't have a disorder, but the other person has BPD. You know, every combination has its own uh, ways of processing. You know, its inputs and outputs. So, with your specific diagnosis and your specific situation. Um, And again, everybody with BPD isn't the same, everybody's different. So you may have said, you know, I live with somebody with BPD and I swore I'd never do it again. Well, the next person you have, if they possibly have BPD, it may not be as severe or they may process things completely different that you are more willing or able to handle than the last person. So again, everybody's different. It doesn't mean everybody with BPD um, handles things the same way. And notice I didn't say everybody with BPD is less crazy than the other there's no such word as crazy crazy is a disgusting word um that uh, it's just a quick way of saying they process things different they handle things different they um are different than than us you know it's not right to say but like i said kind of utilize your past um if you're with that person and a certain situation arises and it seems to Turn the same direction, turn out the same way. Well, then what you could do is by doing a little research and reading, um, you know, forums and, um, you know, with your research on BPD, well, how could I do it differently? What I did differently was nip it in the bud. Okay, yes, I am sorry that I took those five cigarettes from you. I'm sorry I disappointed you and I'm sorry I upset you. And I'm sorry that I. I did that to you and I can clearly understand that you're upset and again I apologize but no I'm not lying about anything else and no I would not use this or you shouldn't use this as an example about lying about something else especially as deep as infidelity that is something completely different every situation is different and let me also reassure you no I am definitely not cheating or hiding anything like that and would not um, Doing fidelity, so that also may or may not reassure them. You know that you're not lying about something else. It may, but not right at that moment. You know, at that moment, they are second their moment of what I say is true. But it doesn't hurt to try. If something's not working the same way all the time, does it not hurt to try something different? I don't I'm not saying it'll work, but if you love that person and you want to handle that situation differently why not give it a shot and try something different but anyways i hope this helped you um like i said if you love a person enough especially if they have bpd rather than just disregarding them push them aside or abandon them completely thinking they're crazy or thinking they're out to get you have some sympathy and understanding and learn a little bit more about bpd and that might change on how your relationship works Especially if the other person sees that you're putting a lot of effort in to learn more about them so you can understand them and love them in a better way, your relationship might turn out a lot better. I know mine did. And I've been with my wife 36 years. And even though we didn't get along after her BPD diagnosis, we fought, argued, I called her crazy. And I didn't understand, I didn't can't understand. I felt like, well it's not my fault you have a disorder, and I don't have to deal with this, and I shouldn't have to deal with this to the point where we got divorced, and we had a four-year period where it was rocky. We split up with each other, and like I said, we got divorced. But then we got back together. I did understand and learned about the disorder. We ended up getting back together, and our lives together are better than they, it's ever been. So again, like I always say, if you have somebody in your life that has BPD, love them as much as you can, because they find it so hard to love themselves. So with that being said, thank you again for listening to Living in Third Degree with BPD. This is Brad Shettick, and thank you for listening.